enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's getting to be time to put up the Christmas tree. And I don't know about you, but I'm getting nostalgic for when my family would actually get excited about the tree. When my kids were little, we'd have so much fun. My parents and my brother and his family would come over and we'd make a whole evening of it with everyone pitching in. But then as the kids got older, they didn't really care anymore. They were busy. And so my husband and I decorated the tree together. But lately, it's felt more like a chore than a fun activity. So I was interested in the stories in our new Joy of Christmas book because some of them share some wonderful creative ideas for how to get your family back to being interested in decorating the tree. In the first story, Cinda Finland tells us that there was only one weekend left before Christmas, and her husband and son were still showing no interest in getting a tree. Finally, Cinda got her husband, Paul, to go to the local tree farm, and they got a tree. But when they got home, he went off to watch football, and he had no further interest in helping her. Her husband, Paul, and their son, Reed, were down in the basement watching the game and ignoring poor Cinda, who was upstairs with that still undecorated tree. She was standing by the tree, which definitely smelled great, and she was wondering, why am I doing this alone? This is supposed to be a fun part of the holidays, not a lonely chore. She went down to the basement to get the ornaments, and she saw Paul and Reed down there watching the Steelers and putting away their fishing lures for the winter. And then Cinda noticed something about the fishing lures. They were really colorful and pretty. There was one called a bumblebee, which really stood out. It was 10 inches long. It was painted with yellow and black stripes, and she realized there were many others that were equally pretty, all different shapes and sizes and colors, and they all had hooks on them. So that gave her an idea. She suggested to Paul and Reed that they come upstairs with their fishing lures and they decorate the tree with the lures. And the guys loved the idea. And within an hour, the tree was completely decorated. Cinda had never seen them participate with so much enthusiasm in any holiday activity prior to that. A side benefit was that while they were hanging the lures on the tree, they got to discuss where they had gotten them, how they had worked, which fish they had caught with them, and many other memories of family fishing trips. So Cinda's lonely tree decorating party, for one, ended up turning into the kind of family tree decorating party that we all want. And they continued to decorate that tree with fishing lures for the next 16 years. And that's why Cinda's story is called Our Alluring Tree. Now, another one of our writers in the same book came up with a fun idea for making a tree for her granddaughter. Gloria Fortner was in a thrift store one day when somebody came in and dropped off 14 used Barbie dolls. And they all looked great, and they were wearing different pretty dresses, and that gave Gloria an idea. She bought those 14 Barbie dolls, and then she went to a couple of other thrift stores, and she ended up with 40 different Barbie dolls, all dressed beautifully. And she decided to surprise her five-year-old granddaughter, Anna Grace, 
by making a little girl's dream, a Christmas tree decorated solely with Barbie dolls. Anna Grace loved the tree. She would sit and stare at it for hours. And at the end of the holiday, she got to take all the dolls off the tree and play with them. So it was a very low-cost way for Gloria to make a fabulous present for her granddaughter and a unique tree, and they definitely started a new family tradition. It just goes to show you don't have to go with the conventional in decorating your tree. So if everyone's tired of the ornaments that you carefully pack away each year and they want to do something different, why not go for it? I started thinking up ideas myself as I was writing this podcast, and one idea I had was, what if you let little girls pick out all kinds of hair accessories and they can decorate the tree with them, and then after Christmas they can take them off the tree and use them, and it's like another gift for them. Or maybe you could decorate the tree with inexpensive costume jewelry for the kids. Or if you have an artist in your house who likes a certain brand of colored pen, you could buy a box. You could buy a couple of dozen boxes of different colors, put that little hook right through that pocket clip that's on the pen and hang those from the tree. And then after Christmas, you've got all these pens to give as gifts. So there are lots of fun ways that you can mix it up, either by taking things you have around the house already or by using the tree as a way to display items that will end up being gifts for everybody. You could even put one person in charge of the theme each year. There are lots of ways that you could put fun back into decorating the tree. All it takes is the willingness to break with the old traditions and create some new ones. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. Please come back tomorrow for Wow Wednesday. I'm going to share a couple of Very mysterious stories from our new Angels and Miracles book. These stories will really make you wonder. And if you want to read more tips for the holidays, please go to our website, chickensoup.com, and check out the book I mentioned, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Joy of Christmas.